Hello and welcome to another episode on Rosecast. Today, our background sound will be birds chirping. I'm going to make enough use of them now that I'm in their environment because I love bird sounds. There's something about them that makes one relaxed. So, um, I could have taken my time to think of an appropriate um, song or intro song for today's podcast. But let me be honest, let me confess. This topic was supposed to be a blog post, but currently I'm running a series on my blog post, that is the root series. And um, uh, as of this, so when this podcast is being made, um, I'm about to share the part, the chapter two of root, taking a Bible study on root, um, on the book of root, and um, get to share the part two. So this topic was supposed to be a blog post, but then I was just thinking about it, and I was like, hmm. Let me make it a podcast instead. So yes, that's what made this podcast to so come alive. And um, the topic matter has already been brooded on because it's from, I'm going to share with you a personal experience. So um, it's not something that's so abstract or completely um, just spontaneous. No, but it's spontaneous for being a podcast, not as a topic itself. So today I'm going to share with you this topic it's one I've been thinking about and it has um, expanded into other topic matters. Like I had separate thoughts for this topic, but with the experience and as I was trying to rehearse what to say for the podcast, I realized that the topic matters align well. So for that reason, I'm going to share this topic with you and I pray that it's going to bless you. And as usual, if you have questions you want to ask, the link attached to this blog, which we send you straight to my the, sorry, the link attached to this podcast will send you to my blog where you can send your questions through the contact option or contact menu. Or you can send a voice message. If you have Anchor, I believe Anchor has an option for voice messages. So you can send me um, a voice message through that place and I would respond as quickly as possible. But if not, the link attached to this um, podcast will send you to my blog. You can send me um, your question should the contact options or you can comment on any blog post and I will see them and I will respond and there's also an option to send me via my mail um, still in that link attached to this podcast so that being said with all this preamble let's ride in so as usual, I'm going to share from a personal experience, and this experience made me to think. Um, so the experience goes as thus. Recently, I came back home from a long journey. Um, it's been a long time. I was away from home, and that's because of school. And as happened to be, I did not school in my country. I schooled outside the country. And so when coming back, I certainly had more luggages to come back with. Now, disclaimer. I tried my best to have very little property. Like, I could say that among my classmates, I had one of the smallest properties. Um, but since it was a final returning back home and bringing back the things you really had, there was no way you could come back as light as possible unless maybe you gave away all your things. But if you had to come back with things that were important to you, they were going to be, no matter how light you try to come back, it's going to be still much. So I had it in mind that I was having some luggages and um, my main concern was the international um, airline because if you had extra luggages, they were, you're going to pay good cash. But um, 
God willing as God would have it, I didn't pay a lot of money to um I didn't pay a lot of money to come back from an international airline. But then I knew that coming back um local airline I was going to pay a lot of money. So I already had it on my mind that local airline was going to pay a lot of money because even for the local airline, even for the times I had to go back to school because their their luggage limit was very is very small. So um you know you cannot travel internationally with that light luggage. You got to pay especially if you're coming from you're going to move from a local airline to another international airline, which was my case. You know, for me to travel internationally I had to move from my um state to a state that had an international a- airport. So um in previous year while trying to reduce my luggage I had met people who helped me from this international airport to my own um, state and they had helped me to um, pay less um, it was more like a company that was affiliated with an, with an airline that gave a lesser amount for the luggages so I had those people in mind knowing that okay maybe if I use the airline directly I was going to pay more so I had that in mind that I was going to meet this um, airline people these other contractors um, we call them contractors that could help me at a lesser price and it happened to be yes I met those people and they gave me at a cheaper rate at least it saved me some money funny enough in the bid of um, trying to give an extra tip to these people I, I think I still gave out the excess now giving these people extra tip was not for it was just like um, an extra more like when you go to a restaurant and you pay for your meal and you decide to just give an extra tip to the to the waiters or the waitress. So in this case that was the same. It was just my own desire to give them. Or let's say they asked they asked if I could give them an extra tip, it wouldn't be bad. So I gave them some extra tip and I didn't have any problem. Everything had been checked in. Now this is where the source of this story comes in. Now, everything had been settled. I had um, paid them. They had um, um, packaged my luggage, my SS, my major SS luggage as a cargo. And I had come in to check my main luggage, which we had checked in to be um, within the range. Now, I had a particular box, um, a small box that is too big to fit in for the cabin. And but now, when I was coming back, international airline they didn't let me put it in the, in the overhead cabin they had to still tag it in but i didn't pay any extra amount i think it had to do with the size of the luggage now it was my first time using that luggage and i already knew that that luggage was not going to go overhead but since it's still a small luggage i had the option to tag it in at the um entrance of the of the of the um, airplane it was what i always did i always tag that luggage when i'm about to enter the airplane they will tag it for me into the main luggages because of the size now um i already had that in mind so i knew that i wasn't going to pay an extra luggage for that so when i was coming to tagging my um, luggages the person at the tagging area was trying was not making a lot of force 
he was trying to make a lot of force and was like insisting i had to pay an extra money he was very you know he was just being very insistent now i don't know the one of the guys who helped me with my luggage is one of you that had paid to um to tag in my luggage through their company was there with me and was like okay just go in and go and check in your other luggage was like, my presence was needed to complete checking in my luggage when you come back we'll see how settled this now I was i knew that i did not need to pay for this it was my first time but when i came back the young man was like you know this young man he's just doing this because he wants you to just give him something not because you have any problem i like i was like i know um i don't need to pay him but he was like if you have anything to give him just give him you know just 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 to give him now i paused and i was thinking and i was like one i know i don't need him to give him any money i did not need to give him i already knew that but then somewhere in my heart i was like you know i just saw it as a tip just as i had given these people some extra money for my own way not because i needed another service from them they had already completed their service and i just gave them the extra just just you know due to their request as well and then i looked at the young the man he had already left me so if i had wanted i could just go in and and go in I didn't need his service anymore. I didn't need the other man's permission anymore because I had already completed checking in. But then I was like, okay, let me just give him some. That was just how, that was my proposition. Let me just give him. So I brought out some notes and I gave him. It's better, you know, and I gave him and he was like, thank you. Like he's, 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 I just saw the calmness in his body. He just calmed down and I was laughing. Now I did this in public. It was not like I was hiding. Neither did I squeeze the money to give him. I didn't do that. But then this is the thing. By the time I got back home and after some days I began to think about this situation and I was like, did I give this man a bribe? Like, did I give him a bribe? I was I began to start thinking about was this a bribe? And then because of quick, I, I began to think about it. To be honest, at that point, I didn't feel any sense of um, like being convicted by the Holy Spirit that, oh, what you're doing is wrong. Because um, people around me already know that I stand against bribery, or bribing your way through things, or giving people money to do things for you. I stand against it vehemently. But then in this situation, I was like, I did not need his service. I did not need his permission. I was already done. If I wanted to, I would go. So giving him the money was not a gate pass for me to move on. It was not even a, if I had, if I did not have, I would have said I did not have to give you. I did not need to. But I just gave him out of, you know, I just gave him. Like, I don't know how to explain that feeling, but, you know, I just gave him. Due to how that young man also explained that, you know this man is just behaving like this because he wanted something so it was not because i actually needed his permission but then i was thinking about it since it was not necessary why did i give him that money did i end up giving him a bribe did, did i end up doing what i had said many times i wouldn't do because i remember um, among my classmates the time we needed help with things and one of my classmates was commenting that if we needed to give people something to do something for us i, I that he would not mind giving and i was like i'm not giving bribe i'm not giving i don't believe in buying. He was like calm down i was like no i wouldn't give money for what i believe should be done for me then i thought about the situation i was like mm, did you just do against what you said 
and you know reflecting on another situation where i thought i was in a tight corner and i ended up doing something against my principles now this other situation was clearly against my principle and um i still found a way to justify what i had done and you know reflecting about some of these things are against my core principles they're against the things that i consistently say um i wouldn't do or consistently against the things i said i would do and that is why this topic came out and i'm going to share my remaining thoughts on this topic and what i believe that god wants us to learn including me Now, this is a lesson that I'm learning as I was meditating on this topic. We have to be very careful. Like when you, you know, when you have principles you want to be consistent by, you need the help of the Holy Spirit to be consistent in this things. Sometimes most of us set up principles and standards, which yes, we have consistently lived by them, but they have become a point of ego for us. They have become a point of... Um, pride for us because we know that oh these are good standards are good morals and we have stood by them for a very long time so we feel so um we feel so proud of ourselves like not in a good way but we feel better than other people because of these values and now if these values are not based on god they're not based on god's help they're not based on god's empowerment you are going to fall at some point and then I saw it again as this, God is very patient with us. And, you know, even though we cannot exercise the exact patience God gives to us, there's an amount of level of patience God expects us to give to other people. You know, if you've been living a very righteous life, a good life, a moral life, it's easier for you to want to condemn other people because they have not yet reached your standard. And this is not a good lifestyle. It's not a good lifestyle to look at other people because they have not reached your level or your own standard of principles. Because the day you fall, you are going to fall with a loud thought. Now, am I saying you shouldn't live a moral or righteous life? No, we should. But then we should know that it is only the Holy Spirit that will help us, that will strengthen us. Now, when I look about this, look back at these situations, and I'm thinking about it. It's possible that I may have not bothered giving that young man the money anymore. Just a little since I did not need his help. I didn't give it because I needed his help. I just gave it to him. There was no need for it. Maybe I would have not given him. Maybe I would have. But then it made me to realize that, you know, I was put in a position that maybe I might end up, that money may have ended up being a bribe if I had given him to pass my luggage with that intention he was going to pass in my luggage. Give him that money. You know, with the intention of he's going to pass in my luggage. You know, if I had, if it, it, this also showed me that I was vulnerable to this situation. And on this case, it means that next time I have to be very careful, including being prayerfully careful, being prayerfully cautious, and being prayerfully prepared in order to do the right thing appropriately. Like I already said, based on my past experiences. I've had to take in this luggage several times and I need, did not need to pay any money to put it in since I knew that the size alone was already a big factor to why it could not be put in overhead cabin. So it made me realize that I was very vulnerable. You know, even though this was a principle that I held on to, it showed me that I was liable to doing what I said I would not do, to doing what I was vehemently against. 
and you know it is in the small things that our faith is shown at it is in the small things that our the test of our faith in god the test of being a christian is showed is in the small situation in the cornering a state where you are being cornered to the world where you are being cornered without an option is in those states that your true faith in christ is tested it is in those states that your true moral principles are tested because when you are in a situation where you are not cornered yes you can boldly declare you are this or that but when you are in a cornered state that is where you know your 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 belief system is really being tried So with this situation that I go through, it makes me, I'm learning to be a bit more um, careful of being critical of other people. I've been learning to be patient. I've been learning sometimes to just keep my mouth shut. Like even when I'm being tempted to criticize people, I am, you know, reminded to be careful about it. Now, to balance this view, if God has given you a specific correction to give to someone, do it. If God has given you a word to correct someone about, do it. If something is clearly outrightly wrong and you are in that state to make a correction, do it. But there are many things that are, people do as a personal life that they do not involve you in that sometimes you may just need to stand back and watch unless the Lord is giving you the, the, the push, the leading to make a correction. Many a times we correct people out of a sense of self-righteousness, not out of love, not out of the Holy Spirit's leading, but because we feel we just have to correct them. Now, when you do this, you are putting yourself on a pedestal where, you know, if not backed by God, you would fall. And that can be very embarrassing, you know, to those that you may have corrected. So when you always come from the standpoint of God leading and guiding us, we are in a more safe place. Now, you know, when God has directed you, led you to a person to make a correction, or God has put someone in your heart, or God has put a system situation in your heart to correct, God is going to give you the word. And he's also going to give you the grace to share this word in love, in the right way, in such a way that it's going to be of effect. It's going to be effective. Now, the difference between when you lead yourself to make a correction and when God leads you is that God's leading has more effect than your own leading and we have you know we are more prone to be judgmental than being corrective but god is more corrective than judgmental god is judgmental when he has you know given us enough room to make corrections and we don't that is when his judgment comes in and now this brings me to first corinthians chapter 10 from verse 12 it says that i'm reading from the king james version it says let, wherefore, let him that thinketh his standard take heed lest they fall. Now, this is a very, very popular verse in um, in the Bible, or that we quote. It says we should be careful, you know, that we do not put ourselves on a pedestal, or that we think we know it all, or that we think we are strong enough, lest you fall. Now, this fall can be so great that even you did not expect it. Like I said, when you find yourself in a corner, you end up doing something that you thought you would not do. So I'm also seeing this as a caution that we need to be on guard. We need to always, you know, present ourselves before God to strengthen us that we may stand. You know, even if you are sharing the truth, even if you are living a, a good life, a principled, a moral life, God wants you to live. 
always seek his help at all times knowing that it is not by your strength it's only by the strength of god that you are able to do it A person who depends on the on the Holy Spirit that depends on God for their life, for their lifestyle, is more loving, less judgmental, less critical, and is more uh, has the grace to make more impact. You know. Now the truth is this: truth is not sweet. So when you're making a correction, it doesn't. Mean, when you're telling the truth, when you're trying to set things right, it doesn't mean that people are going to love you. But it means it shows that you are standing for truth. But when the, it is backed by God, when it's backed by the Holy Spirit, you make more impact than when you are just doing it from your own egotistical point of view. You know. Now, seeing this with every other thing, there are things that you yourself you are weak at that somebody else is strong at. If a person consistently and continuously criticizes you for your weakness, it's not going to make an impact on you. However, if someone gives you a correction and you take it and you make an improvement, you get better. So, such as your own strength is someone else's weakness, such as someone else's strength is your own weakness, we need to complement each other and help each other to grow. So, when a correction is made, you receive it. And when it's your own turn to correct Allow God to help you give correction in the appropriate way. So, at the and in the, in in the process of passing the truth, in the process of making a correction, you do not turn the people who need to be changed away. So, I learned a lot of lessons from this situation, and it made me to realize that even though I was very confident about my stand, about my principles, I could fall at any time. And so, from that, I have to prayerfully depend on God to help me live the life he wants me to live. And so with that, I come to the end of today's topic. I really thank God for the opportunity to share this topic and I pray and I hope it blesses you and I hope that whatever you do, you allow God to help you and it just shows that being a Christian is a means, a daily thing. It's something that you continuously need the grace of God to walk and live this life. It's not as easy as it sounds but it's possible and God will help us to do the right thing. So please trust the Lord Hold on to God. Prayerfully do it. Allow God to help you live this righteous life. And when you get correction, when the Lord corrects you, when he sends someone to correct you, kindly accept that correction and trust him to help you. And then actively also do the things that you have been corrected about. Actively put in boundaries. Actively do things that will help you live that life. So I'm so grateful to share this with you and I hope it blessed you. And as usual, if this blessed you, please and please kindly share to another person. I do believe it's going to bless them. So, until next time on Rosecast, stay safe and God bless.